Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of SDGC Live. It is November 19th, 2020. This hell year is wrapping to a close. Uh, and although it's been just an absolutely garbage week uh, for almost everybody, it's also been kind of a good week because we are playing video games on new consoles, and the start of a new generation is always incredibly exciting. Um this only happens uh, once every seven years or so, uh, so uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. We're all very excited. Uh, and for everybody listening on podcast services right now, uh, we'll go around the room real quick, and we'll just we'll acknowledge everybody who's here. Uh, our producer, of course, Derek, is here running the show, looking good. Hi, Derek. Hi, everybody. I miss you already. Mm, you know what I like. Yeah. Brittany's here. Brittany, did you just yeet that kid to bed? Like, I thought you were going to be late. <laughs> you missed the conversation. No, he's playing with his toys. He's content. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to. You were like, you know her. what? You were like, son, you can stay up late and play with your toys. I got to talk about video games. Exactly. You, exactly. you play yeah, with good. your toys. I'll talk about my toys. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, Jeff is here. Hi, Jeff. You're muted. Jeff, are you muted? Jeff, you're muted. Fucking Jeff, every time. <laughs> it's because I spend like five hours a day at work in meetings and I just mute myself because I don't have to talk in most of them. That's perfect. So uh, I was saying I need a haircut so bad because I have like actual bangs now. I usually have like my hair is usually spiked and like I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. So it doesn't look fucking stupid. Take that hat Drop off it. and let's see it. Let's see that shit. You're gonna I don't know. What, you put some product in that, that we shit. Called him, like, Jeff, That's what, what you do. Like, Hank two or something. I don't remember. We I don't know. So this Jeff. is my problem that I'm dealing with. My hat's falling off. I'm just not, I'm not having a good time right now. Nobody's having a good time right about now. Video games. Nobody's having a good time right now. And uh, and Justin is here. Justin, you finally got your PS5. The saga ended. Yeah, I I was playing the watch the target and UPS tracking game for like five days but i finally got it tuesday so so yeah uh, i'm gonna be able to actually talk about that it, because it, if you've been keeping up with our stuff uh i literally have had uh i have been on two gate uh next gen impressions uh podcasts after hours that we have recorded and i had not touched a single next gen console uh <laughs> during uh during the recording of before Perfect. the rec recording of those so yeah i'll actually be able to talk about Perfect. some stuff today did can i ask did anyone who like ordered a system did you anyone actually just get their system without any hassle because i don't know anyone who did i did oh well it must yeah, be nice no I problem got mine yeah. launch day. all no right most, most people i know got theirs fine <laughs> fucking guys <laughs> sorry man like you know yeah, sure. The country might be all fucked up, but at least we got our PS5s on time. Yeah. So all right. that's that's good, I guess. So it's all that matters. Obviously, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, we've got no bug snacks to talk about. Uh, mm. Thankfully, there will, will be. There is no out. bug snack. We are not. So we ain't talking about bug snacks here. Um, I'm kidding. We're gonna talk about bug snacks. But uh, first and foremost. Um, who here got what? I have a PS5. I don't have the new Xbox. I got two Xbox controllers to use on my hey, Hell yeah. Two. I got the Shock Blue. Look at this. Ooh, this is beauty. I traded in like 20 PS4 games for this. <laughs> <laughs> I traded in my GameCube copy of Robotech Battle Cry. <laughs> I, had, I had 70 of them. 
Britt, I know that um I know that you got a PS5. Did you get an Xbox too? No. No. Not yet. Not yet. I, I want to because Game Pass, but I, I don't know, man. Halo was my reason for buying an Xbox. And when you cut when you delay Halo, you delay Britney. <laughs> that's, that's fair. And and of course we know Justin finally got his PS5, but I don't think you got an Xbox, did you? No, I, I I can't afford to get multiple consoles at once. I can't either, man. My credit card. I can't wait till know. somebody somebody's gonna say, "Look at all these PlayStation fans." I still haven't even gotten a goddamn graphics hey, card. Je- Jeff, Jeff, Jeff didn't just get a PS5. Yeah, I got a an Xbox Series S as well. Oh, you got the Series S. You mm-hmm. opted for you opted for smaller power. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, so I got. Mm. It's funny, you know, I, I ordered two systems that I had five days off, like, like a lot of people, and I thought, I thought I'd get one of them on time, but they were both uh, very, very late. <laughs> so I actually haven't really played either of them yet. But what, what, you're in a perfect position to give impressions, then. So, I know. Yeah. So I guess I will. Um, so I'll kick it off, right? So the box gets here, and I'm super excited, right? And apparently, um, you know, the guy drops the, the this huge box off on the porch, and Vicky was like, you just made my husband very, very happy. And he's like, oh, is there a PlayStation 5 in there? And uh, and so I, I come out and I get it. And I am just completely fucking stunned at how big the box is. Right? I was like, holy shit. Um, pulled it out. That th- This is a beefy fucking boy. Like, it's bigger than my computer tower. Like, this, this motherfucker is... This motherfucker is big. It's about... Uh, what 15 pounds and that's fucking big for a console you've also got a weirdly um, tiny computer tower so well i do but i mean dude th- dude this thing is like if you stand it on i mean this is a tall and wide boy like this is the maddie this is the maddie gregoire of of consoles it's tall it's lanky Ma- maddie maddie isn't wide at all he's dude he's, when he stretches his wing his hand dude, he's got like a seven wings. wingspan yeah, he's got a wingspan right okay got them albatross wings he does, man. He soars like an eagle. And uh I gotta say, it's a hideous, it's a hideous box. It's a hideous console. But but it it it's kind of growing on me a little bit. Like I, I kind of I find its ugliness and weird, almost Lovecraftian uh <laughs> design uh, almost uh, kind of endearing in a way. And like it's am I weird? beautiful in a bad art way. Like you're just like, mm, you know what? All right, after a few days, I just it again. I'm the opposite. I was fucking defending this thing so hard when everyone was making fun of its fins and shit, and I was like, I think it looks fine. And the more every day, I think it it like looks uglier. <laughs> like I'm looking at it in my entertainment console. It, everything is symmetrical and like clean lines and square box shapes, and then there's just this fucking mass of white. <laughs> wavy <laughs> shit in the middle like it just i don't know it's like i <laughs> i i'm at the point where I, like i, I kind of dig the design right now because like it's really cool and it's like oh this is shiny new next gen kind of thing in a couple of years that's gonna wear off and it's yeah. gonna look ridiculous but i think for the time being i i enjoy it I think um both the size isn't really an issue better vertically in my opinion oh yeah they both do i I have to have mine horizontal and actually it looks at least like in my setup it looks better than i expected it to yeah it looks for horizontal it looks better Mm -hmm. laying down it it does no um, yeah if you have if you have i wish i could have had it vertical you are the chief of police you're not just a cop (laughs) 
Well, I mean, I have it standing up, but that's because you I are the have chief room police. anywhere else. So, like, look at this thing, right? The controller, the dual sense. This is the ugliest shit I've ever seen in my life. See, okay. I like the controller. The controller looks good, I think. No, it like either go all white or all black. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. It looks like somebody painted over the touchpad of a PS4 controller. Like, like why? Why is why? 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 It looks fine. It looks looks terrible. It's it feels great. Don't get me wrong. It's a great controller. It's a fan, and and we'll get to the haptic feedback in just a second. But but yeah, see 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 what Derek's holding up. Solid colors. Solid. Colors One are the way to go. This thing, this is hideous. This is ugly. Like, look at that. Oh, it's terrible. I can't stand the way the controller looks. I can't stand it. Yeah, see, look again. The shock blue looks great because it's a, it's a, it's, it's a solid color. And I know that it sounds weird. It's like a first world problem to be arguing about your ugly, your ugly ass console. When other people are like, John, I, I just want a PS5. Period. And I get that. But man, this motherfucker is not attractive. No, it's very all. nice. Ugly glossy. It's, it's very, but see, I had, I didn't mind the DualSense uh, controller in PS4. I think a lot of people just needlessly complained about it, but it felt great to me. And I was worried that this one wasn't going to feel as good because I have little hands. Okay, I got little hands that that can't reach big boys. And so the dual sense is was was good for me. So I was worried about this new one, but it feels really good. The switch one, like the switch controller, the pro controller, too big. It's too big. It's too big, and it gives what? me carpal tunnel really bad. Like I yeah. hate it. Yeah, I hate. I I don't like the switch pro it's controller awful. very much. I it's, love it. The it's, switch pro controller is little. <laughs> no, oh. it's awful. Again, look at me and my I Xbox like, controller. I got right, little, like I got little baby hands. I got little nubby yeah, fingers. I got big old Sasquatch hands that can wrap an entire controller Honestly, up. <laughs> um, it's it's funny. The Xbox controller has always felt too big to me, and I liked the DualShock Four and. Uh, the DualSense honestly feels a little bit too big for me. Like I, it's fine, but like my thumbs are having to reach a little bit more. I, I and the new Xbox controller actually feels a little bit smaller uh, than the Xbox One controller. Um, so I was surprised at that. But I mean, both of them, they fucking feel like if I threw them at someone's head, it would do a lot of damage. Oh like, yeah, fuck yeah, bud! You the, break into my house, I'm. <laughs> yeah, these are solid, <laughs> solid controllers. Uh, definitely the best we've ever had for both systems, I think. So. I, While, I cannot believe how, how much I love this controller. Like, just so, talking about it from a traditional controller standpoint, right. like, I, I I was also worried that, you know, it might be too big for me, but it fits perfectly in my hands. Like, the buttons and triggers and stuff feel really good. I like the new texturing on the sticks um, and on the back of the controller and everything. Like, it feels almost... Like, before we even talk about, like, the new features of it, like, it feels kind of like what I would have expected, like a pro controller equivalent of like- Right, it feels it feels premium. Yep. Yeah. You okay, Derek? No, I'm dying. <laughs> okay. We'll, uh, we'll spin Walk up it off. A, a, an in memoriam for, for Derek after the show. Here. All right, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. So so we've talked about the, the uh, our, let's just say, varied opinions on the, on the colors of the controller, but- Honestly, the most and and this ties into the most next gen thing about the entire console for me, which is the haptic feedback uh, in the controller. And you know, 
I was wondering how it, I was wondering how this was going to work, right? And so I fired up Demon Souls. Demon Souls was the first game I played. And as I'm walking around, taking in how fucking gorgeous this game is, well, which I'll I'll get into a little later. Um, I'm walking over like like loose pieces of wood and rock, and when you do that, you can feel a little vibration on the back of the controller as your character like you know catches his his foot on a piece of lumber. And I was just like, whoa. And and all these tiny little, uh, it catches all these tiny little movements of your character that, that would just, uh, the, like, you know, the old rumble, HD rumble feature just could never have done. And I, I noticed uh, when I was uh, when I was pulling a bow, like I, I would pull out a bow and, you know, draw knock an arrow and draw it back. As I did that, as I pushed down on R2, I felt a little bit of resistance as I was, as I was pushing down and I realized that that's the haptic feedback simulating the feeling of drawing a bow completely taut. And it just the like triggers, this- the triggers are wild. It's, like, it, it's nuts. Um, it's- yeah, no, the way the haptic feedback stuff works is so cool. Like there's one part in, um, Astro's playroom, which is like the pre-installed pack in game, um, based off of the really awesome VR game. Uh, that and there's one part where you like, uh, you're walking through the rain and there's an umbrella up, and like, you feel where the raindrops are hitting in different places on the controller, like in your hand. I have no idea how like they're able to do that, and like, actually, like in the new Call of Duty, they actually use the haptics and like triggers really well. Like, different guns will have different pressure required to aim down sights. So the bigger it is, the harder it is to to aim. And the haptic feedback moves the controller, like, in the direction of the recoil pattern. And, um, like, the trigger will actually bounce with how heavy the recoil yeah. is. So you get all this information on, like... Because, like, figuring out recoil patterns and how to compensate for them and, like, where it's going to angle and win is, like, a big part of learning these guns. And, like, all of a sudden, all this information is given to you immediately, like, as you play. And it's also just a really cool, immersive thing. Like, I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen one of these kind of, contr- like, things that's usually pitched as, like, a gimmicky controller thing actually right. deliver and deliver better than I think what was promised like it's so cool Brittany. what Brittany? what was the first game you fired up on your ps5 and 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 did it use the haptic feedback oh wait never mind i already know what game you fired up first on your ps5 next <laughs> go next let me be last <laughs> all right fine so derek tell us about the haptic feedbacks in the ps uh in the uh, in the dual sense how what has been your experience so far <laughs> I'll travel back to this episode uh, sometime in spring when I get my PlayStation 5. What have you been playing, Derek? What's going on over um, there? A lot. I have been, uh, you know, let's let's save this for, we'll do like a, what we've been okay. playing maybe after we do some okay. next-gen stuff. We'll flip we it. were going to flip it, yeah, but we're going to flip it the other way. So so all I've got as far as next-gen stuff is I got my Xbox controllers to use on PC, and mm-hmm. I love them there. I love the Xbox One controller. Again, I have big old gigantic hands and you, I got, love, you got some meat hooks dude i got, got some, some i got some some fucking paws and i love the xbox one controller and the xbox series x controller is just that but with the weight redistributed a little bit 
uh, in a way that I like and with like more like it's a single piece instead of this weird separated glossy, you know, top part that's real ugly. And like, I like the, the grip texture on it. Uh, it's just, it's just like a, a, a moderate improve. Oh, the D pad's so much better. The uh, D-pad is. I hate the D-pad on almost every really controller. Is. And I this love D-pad the D-pad like, on this. It's super good, and the texture. Again, I normally am like, ah, eh, texture, yeah. grip texture, but th this texture is like, it's really, really nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love the controller. Uh, again, I'm using it to play PC game. I, I, you know, I've been playing, um, you know, shit that's a couple years old. You know, so it doesn't really. I have no next gen impressions at this point. But again, I'll, I'll grab a PS5. Uh, in the spring or something, and uh, I'm sure it'll blow my fucking mind. I would mail you mine, but no, no, no. you wouldn't. <laughs> no, and you shouldn't. No, only for you though. Um, so, uh, so like, if we're gonna get into what we've been talking, what we've Brit been playing, has has um, has oh, Brett, please. No. No. No, I just got offended that he said you're the only one. That's. I mean, that's fine. Oh. We, we know where John's list stands. But... Brittany, you have a PS5. I do. I technically have two, uh, but I, I could always use a third. Why would you need three? That, okay. That makes this. All right. You fucking crazy. All right. So so if we're going to talk about what we've been playing, that just ties into my PS5 talk. So I'll, I'll kick that off. I've been playing Demon Souls. I've been playing a lot of fucking Demon Souls uh, since Friday. John playing uh, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the final boss. What's that? I said John playing a Souls game like I'm I'm just shocked. I know it's weird. I know yeah, you never would have expected it from me. Um but uh <laughs> I'm at the final boss and I'm going to clear that after the podcast. Um then I'll probably start a new game plus cuz you know, you know that's that's a Souls game for you. And uh, I got to tell you <laughs> this is the most beautiful game I have ever seen on any console or PC. I mean it's not it's not even close. I've been um, I've been reading that a lot. It looks when I fired ridiculous. it up, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even like begin to describe. Like, let, like, let me let me ask you. So, okay. because it looks that pretty, how does it run? Is it slow, it runs like flawlessly, sixty frames a second, sixty fps. Okay, so, like, is there any like loading times or anything? Nope, no. Like, oh, like, wow. like nope. the longest loading time I've seen is probably about two or three seconds. I timed it from my dash. I haven't played much of it, but I timed it from my dash, like literally on the like PS5, the main menu. From the time you launch the game to the time you're running forward, 18 seconds. Yeah. Wow. You can, you can skip the intro movie, and if you just mash continue, it loads into the game in like three seconds flat. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. I mean, it's, it, I've never seen anything like it. And it is, when I first walked into Boletaria, like, I, I, like, I, I was literally, I, I, I had trouble playing it because I was like, there's no. I was like, I was like, how does, how is this looking? Like, my wife, who doesn't give a shit about any Souls game, came into the room just to you know check out the new console she goes wow like I, I i was completely transfixed by how just how pretty like i don't know how blue point does the shit that they do sony money <laughs> but holy fuck now it's still a souls game they have not touched the ai at all right like so you've still got skeletons who do dive bombs off of cliffs it's straight uh, up you running know, the original gotta, ai you, know, you, can, uh, you can walk the, you can kind of stuff which is cool it is. It, it is actually still running the original AI from the 2009 PS3 uh, release of Demon Souls. So, so again, like you know, you can, uh, you know, you you know, you can you can run, uh, you can just do circles around NPCs and backstab them. Like it's, 
it's still demon souls it's still very fun very fundamentally it's just a, pretty a, demon souls yeah but it is a very very pretty demon souls and they added some new stuff they added some new weapons and new armors um but uh it's still it's still quintessential demon souls uh none of that has changed and i gotta tell you it is probably one of the best launch games i've ever played um certainly the best playstation launch game ever i think um i mean i, I mean the, the quality here is i mean like like and i'm sure justin will back me up you can't really anything i say about how good it looks i mean like until you see it in motion yourself in person like nothing i say I is going to justify it one comparison i saw was hilarious somebody was like they had originally thought the first screenshots that were released were complete bullshots. Yep. And then they were able to, like, it was literally, they just turned off the HUD for those screens. Yeah. Like, they weren't even photo mode. They were performance mode. Like, there is a native 4K mode, but it's not worth using. The, like, the 60 FPS mode's incredible. Like, they yeah. were the performance mode just with the HUD turned off. I mean, that was it. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> funny is I'm hearing a lot of people um, with with a bunch of different games, right? Not just with, with Demon Souls, um, talking about, like, why would you use any mode other than the performance mode op offered um, with the launch games on PS5, with backwards compatible games running in their, like, you know, boost mode, whatever. Um, they're saying, why would you ever go for the pure 4K, do do the performance mode? And it's, it's just very funny to me that the conversation so immediately shifted from everybody being like, oh, 4K, so, such a, a fucking game changer to the minute that these consoles come out. They're like... Wow, this is what games look like at 60 FPS. <laughs> it's kind of so like... well, Demon Souls. I feel like the graphics mode in that game exists only to be able to prove that native 4K right. is not worth it. Like the only difference is that the game, like the 60 FPS mode, is using dynamic res plus temporal reconstruction. So like it's still a very nice 4K image that it outputs. It just doesn't cost as much to render. Mm -hmm. The right. only difference when you switch to the native 4K mode is that it's just no longer running at 60 FPS. Like, well, and, and, like and that mode exists just to prove that you should just play it in the performance mode. The, the last thing I'll say about Demon Souls is that it didn't take long for the for the Souls community to to prove that it is still the Souls community. Um, <laughs> I was I was running around I was running around in the and in, in the Shrine of Storms. Uh, which is, uh, and if you know, if you know about Demon Souls, four one is like the big PvP area. It's where everybody goes for PvP. And I was in human form, and I, I run a quality build, so which means that I can use any weapons or armor in the game that I want. Uh, so I was running a rogue, a rogue type, and uh, I used, and some guy in invaded me, and so I cast Vanish on myself and just hid behind a pillar. And for thirty minutes, he ran around the level just looking for me. He started sending me nasty messages like "nice glitching, bro," and like you know <laughs> other language that I can't say here. And uh, because he couldn't find me. And then so finally he ran down some stairs and I just like casually took two steps out from behind the pillar and kicked him off a ledge. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I actually, I actually, I put it up on Twitter. Um, if, if somebody wants to, I, I'll, I'll drop it in the, in the chat, but I just kicked him off the ledge and I got 10 angry messages on PSN <laughs> about what a cheater I was. <laughs> And, and, you know, and, and I just sent him back, got to get good, scrub. And then, 
These are the same guys who say. I was like, you know what? As fucked up as everything is right now, the Souls community stays the same. These these salty fucks are the same people who say there can't be an easy mode in these games. Like, yeah. And yet, the minute they get kicked <laughs> off a ledge, they're like, "You're cheating." You're That's cheating. it. <laughs> Hard R N word. Let's go. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I. I. It was. It was absolutely glorious. I'm gonna find. I'm. I. Uh. While while somebody goes next, I'm gonna find that. Uh. I'm gonna find. I just saw a DM that Derek sent me. Thank you for that, Derek. Appreciate that. Thank you. I'll, um, thank you. Somebody go next, next because I, now Derek got, DM Derek sent me. He's just got me all fucked up. I kind of, I've kind of been doing a wide sampling since I have gotten my um, my PS5. I didn't get it till Tuesday. Uh, anybody that follows me on Twitter saw me turn into a being. Uh, composed entirely of salt for about five days <laughs> um, it was, until it was I finally really got it. I was, I was so mad. Um, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to focus on my experience. So the first thing I played was Astro's Playroom. Um, I was a huge fan of Astrobot Rescue Mission for PSVR. Um, and I really, I had heard, you know, it does some really cool stuff with the DualSense. And Oh my God, Astro's Playroom is going to go down in history as one of the best pack-in games with a console. I still haven't played ever. it. It's, I haven't either. It's, do what, it, so, please. Like, what kind of game is, I keep hearing people talk about it's it. It's a platformer. What you, like, what do you do? Is it's there like Mario. Any... It's a platformer. You collect co- you collect things, collect coins, collect puzzle pieces. You, okay. like, you, you, you jump around. Um, but, so, each, each, there's... The, the whole thing takes place, like, inside of a PS5, basically. You start in, like, a CPU. Um, you start in the CPU, and then, like, there's the SSD Speedway, uh, the GPU Rainforest. Uh, like, it, everything's, like, named after different parts of the PS, PS5. And you go through these different areas, and they have, you know, different visual themes. And there's, t- like, as you're jump- like playing through the levels, um, you'll come across these, like, s- different suits Astro can put on. And those, like, you physically, you, you take take the um, touchpad and zip it up. And, you know, the controller oh, makes, that's like, cool. zipper noises and shakes, like, with the touchpad. And then... Um, How many can you play? Those all... Those all showcase like different aspects of the dual sense. So one of them is like rockets that you use the triggers for. Um, there's like a ball that you steer with the touchpad. It's super cool. Um, and uh, but like there's also all the collectibles are different like peripherals and consoles from PlayStation history. And as you go through the levels, there's like scenes that are being filmed. And uh, with, like, the bots dressed up and reenacting different scenes from classic PlayStation games, uh, new, old, big, little, um, like, you've got, there's stuff from Final Fantasy, there's stuff from God of War, there's stuff from um, Uncharted, Last of Us, but there's also stuff like Vib Ribbon and everything in between. It's so delightful to go through. And then, like, you actually collect everything in, like, this giant museum and you can go through and interact with all of them. It's it's like a love letter to PlayStation history while also showing off like the possibilities of the DualSense and the PS5. And I had so much fun playing through that game. Um, it put a huge, huge smile on my face. It was like the most relaxed and happiest I've been in months playing this game. Which is good it because was I know it's been a rough few wonderful. months for you. Um, it, was, it was wonderful. 
Um, and this game is not just free, it's pre-installed on every PS5. So, like, you have it if you have a PS5. Um, I highly recommend you guys check it out because it, it's super cool. Um, I finished in probably about three to four hours, but I want to go through and get 100%. But, like, still, that's a pretty great um, free game. <laughs> uh, and then I played about 20 minutes of Demon Souls. Um, that's going to be a long-term project <laughs> when I'm... You've got to learn to get good. You've really, got to learn to get good. When Justin. I can really focus on it. I did make a really cool lady. Um, I will say the character creator is now actually an acceptable character creator. It is actually really the, good. <laughs> unlike the really classic good. FromSoft one. Um, but classic like Monster the, uh, Factory. <laughs> no, mean, dude, some yeah. of the creations that people are putting on Twitter are fucking horrible. Like, oh, I'm hideous sure. shit. I, I hope it. I get a Monster Factory a... for the new Demon Souls. McElroy's, oh, yeah, if too. you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I made a really cool looking lady. And so I was, ex I was excited about that. Um, but Demon Souls looks amazing. I'm going to put more time into it. I just, I had been playing a bunch of really hard games lately. I kind of wanted to have some more chill stuff in the meantime. Um, so, and then I had also gotten a code actually um, to try out the new Call of Duty. And because I didn't want to buy it. You guys have heard me talk plenty about how I expected this game to be really, really bad. And it sounds like the multiplayer is really, really bad. Like, I yeah, that's what it. Sam was. However, saying. the the campaign actually really cool. Like, there's like tons of side missions. There's dialogue options. There's interviews. You go through and collect evidence, and then depending on what evidence you find, will like impact dialogue options you have in missions. And some missions you have to piece together certain bits of evidence in order to get a good outcome. Like, I did this one side mission that I had to decrypt, um, like, a Soviet floppy disk um, because we were trying to take take out the head of this, like, spy cell. Um, but if we didn't break that decryption, we would, wouldn't be able to track the people he was training. And I had, a, like, a notebook and paper walk going through all the hints to try to decrypt, like, an actual... Um, like an actual code cipher. Um, and it took me over a half an hour to actually figure it out. And that was with all the evidence um, before I could do it. I never thought I would say stuff like this in a Call of Duty game. There's like some really neat stealth and kind of like light immersive sim levels and stuff. The game's at its worst when it's being big, bombastic, classic Call of Duty. But there's a lot of really cool little stuff. I'm definitely going to stick with it because it, it's neat. And like I said, I love the way it uses like the um, the dual sense um, feedback for shooting and stuff. It feels really, really good. And then today, um, I started Spider Man uh, Miles Morales, and I sat down at like two p.m. to start it. And then I realized the next thing I realized it was like seven thirty p.m. Wonderful game. Just uh, it's put a smile on my face. I haven't even done much of the. Um, I haven't even done too much of the story. I've just been kind of swinging around. Um, the two modes for that game are really cool. Uh, there is a mode that's native 4k with ray tracing and it's really, really impressive. But like for how I play those games, the swinging in 60 FPS mode is how I play it. It looks awesome. It runs great. Like that, that's kind of one of the things that's been wild to me about kind of playing on PS5 lately is like, 
I haven't played a single game at 30 FPS yet. Everything I've played has been like 60 right. FPS and not and not just like tries to hit 60 FPS. It's been like 60 FPS while still being visually noticeably better than the PS4 Pro. And like the load times are nuts. Like Astro and Spider-Man, they have so the PS5 has these things called cards. And if you go under them, uh they'll have a thing like you could be playing a different game. Like say I was playing Call of Duty or something and I wanted to switch over to to Miles. Um I could go down to the cards and there's one that's just continue from that was that's basically just continue from my um latest save. It loads within 5 seconds. I'm in my save playing Miles. It's it's awesome. Like the old style of console immediacy is back and it's really it's really really fun. Um and I I'm just I'm I'm really happy with this console. The games I've got have been really good. All of them have exceeded my expectations. Um, and I still have a couple more. I won a code for the Pathless from Annapurna, which I'm going to check out and I want to talk about because not many people are talking about that. And um, I, of course, downloaded Bug Snacks, which I haven't had a chance to start yet. But speak, um, speak, yeah, you know, I, speak. I've been I've been I've been having a blast the past couple days with my PS5. Uh, speaking of bug snacks, I wanted to kick it over to Brittany because I know Brittany has been dying to talk about bug snacks. Uh, let's, despite so my, that's, despite... that's my what I've been playing. So let's like let's do Jeff's first impressions, and then we'll go over to me because that'll, that'll oh, no. kind of tie it all in. Oh no! Okay. All right. All right. I've been dreading this because I don't want to be the negative guy. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer. Yes. Um, everyone's and do I know Derek's going to come back a little bit on this. Uh, do it. All right, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to find. Spicy. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna try to. I'm. I'm just being real. All right. Um. You know. So I've got an Xbox Series S and a PlayStation Five. I haven't had time to play many games. Like I've been playing a little bit of um the 2018 Spider-Man Remastered. Like just kind of swinging around. Like I haven't had enough time to put into anything to really give impressions. So maybe I'll talk about my experience with the consoles, and. For context, I thought the PS4 UI was fine. I thought it was the best of last gen. Whenever I tried to like find a setting in the menu, it was easy to find. It felt intuitive. All my games were there. It had like no clutter. Everything was just just worked, and I like I loved it a lot. And I I had an Xbox One for a few years, and I fucking hated that thing. I, I hated, hated it. Color. It was the I worst. It. it was slow as shit. I could never in the menus. I could like never find what I was looking for. They loaded so slow. Every menu was like opening another menu in a different app. It was the weirdest shit. So, to my surprise, um, from a UI perspective, I actually my experience with my Xbox uh, Series S has been a lot better. Um, it's both systems are very fast. There's no doubt about that. But uh, my Series S, when I went to set it up, you walk through the whole setup process on your phone while it's like downloading a firmware update, and then the system's just good to go. And like all your settings are there. I imported all my settings from Xbox One. Like everything was just set up. Uh, my PS5, um, I went through the initial process and then I started downloading some games and my UI just went like crazy. Like I started trying to go to the PS collection, like the PS Plus collection where you have like a bunch of games you can add, um, like a bunch of the popular PS4 games. And I tried to add Persona 5 to like my library and it just sat there for two minutes and didn't do anything. And then my PS4 got like, an, or my PS5 got an error code. And so, like, and then it froze, and I understand this is probably an outlier. I'm just giving you my experience with my console. Many people's console are probably fine, but this is a horrible first impression. 
I tried to buy Miles Morales. I tried to buy it from the store, and it also froze. So I hard-booted my system. Then I launched Demon Souls and, like, got to the main menu and got an error code and got booted back to the dash. Like, my first experience with the PS5 was on. It's been okay since that first day. It's been fine. But uh, it's just got some other weird quirks. Like, uh, I put it in rest mode earlier today. And I noticed now when I go to boot up Demon Souls, instead of 20 seconds, it took two minutes. But if I do a hard reset on it, it's fine. So, like, and I've read some stuff anecdotally online. I don't know if everyone's affected. There's definitely some weirdness with the PS5 rest mode. So I'm just avoiding that for now. But my, my first experience with the consoles was like Series S is like flawless, no issues, PS5, little messy. And like, I just have to get used to it. So I don't want to be too harsh, but it feels like there's more button presses to do everything than there was on my PS4. Like the PS4, if I wanted to turn it off, I just hold down the PlayStation button and go down and hit turn off. And now like my PS5, I kind of have to, I can't hold it anymore. I tap it. I have to go past these game cards all the way to the side to the power button i don't know there's just i noticed there's not as many like game card slots and there's just yeah. a bunch of shit added in between it and that's what i don't mm. like there's like, yeah there's more ads and i'm like nah, get rid mm. of those. it's just it's a little bit busier a few more presses to get to everything i like it feels very next gen my complaint about xbox is like i booted up i'm like this is an xbox one and the ps5 i booted up i'm like okay this is like a new thing but that's like good and bad right so right yeah um but my my general impression of both consoles is like, I don't feel like next gen is here. And this is where I'm, I'm trying not to be mean. I'm trying not to be spicy, but I've been playing games at 60 FPS for 10 years. Cause I play on 1080, like, you know, 1080 P 1440, whatever, like 60 FPS, not new. We had PS2 games, Tony Hawk pro skater three on PS2 with 60 FPS. We went a little bit backwards for a few generations, but um, so, so to me like that's, I mean, that's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome that we can finally have way better performance on these consoles, but I'm not getting that next-gen feel. Like, even with PS4, as much as people hated Killzone Shadowfall, when I booted that up and looked at it, I was like, this feels like a next-gen game. And I just, I booted up a little bit of Demon Souls. Like, Spider-Man on PS5 looks better, but nothing I've played or seen yet... I, and that's not the console's fault. The games will come. I just feel like because you you have a pretty nice you have a pretty nice so, well hold on you have a pretty on. nice PC too. Like oh, that's course. kind of an important. Yeah, hold on, hold um, on. I mean, the, the, it, there's definitely going to be a different perspective with that when you're coming from mm -hmm. somebody with a pretty nice PC versus somebody who has been stuck on consoles for the past seven years. Of course. Well, what well, what 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 I'll say is this real quick, Jeff, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that you know. I think more of the next gen feel of the PS5. I can't speak for the Xbox because I don't have one, but I feel like the um, <laughs> most of the next gen feel on the PS5 comes in places you wouldn't expect, like the haptic feedbacks on the controller. Or, um, and I did not know this until Zach and Sam showed me. I was playing Demon Souls uh, this weekend with Sam and Zach. The PS5 has a little picture-in-picture -picture deal that you can do, where if you are with somebody in in a voice chat. <laughs> like you can put their gameplay feed in the corner of your screen no while you're playing your game. I didn't know yeah, that. it's cool. Let's, let's do some some screen cheating in Goldeneye. Let's go. And, no, and, and like seriously, like that blue, like it's literally picture in picture, and it was blowing our minds. We were like, "What the fuck?" I had no idea that the PS5 could do that. And so, what's cool about that is as we're fighting like as we're fighting like demon souls bosses together 
I can keep one eye on my screen and one eye on Zach's character at the same time. What are you, and a fucking chameleon? I, I am. And uh, and it's right there. And, and, and it's just it's one of the coolest features I've ever seen. It, it was blowing my mind that I could do that. I, I wasn't I wasn't I'm, I wasn't trying to like push back Jeff or say that you were wrong, but I no, think, but fine. like there's some stuff hidden in the PS5 that I don't like I don't actually think that people realize is there because I had no idea that was even there until they showed me. Either. And I, I don't disagree. Like the, all the features, the console, the loading times, the controller, all that's great. But in the end, like I play games. I don't really care. The UI just needs to be functional. I boot up my system and the first thing I do is I just go into a game. That's literally, I'm only turning it on to play a game. I'm not there to socialize. I'm not in group chats. That's not how I play. And just, you know, I played, you know, so I've been playing a little bit of Demon's Souls. Demon's Souls looks really good. But this is a remake of a game that I already played a long time ago. It looks really good. But it's not, it doesn't have that, I don't know. It, I'm just missing that intangible, like, okay, next gen is here. And it will come. And I'm not worried about that. The systems are great. But I just feel like both systems right now, when I look at the games out there, you know, remasters of old games, games running a little bit better. That's all great, but like, I'm just right. I'm show still... me, show me something new and yeah. how it runs. Like, show mm -hmm. me something new at the level of Demon Souls. I get, I get what you're saying. Show me yeah. Final Fantasy 16 releasing next year. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, Jeff, what you're saying is, is you're a gamer. You don't have time for bullshit. Exactly. You want to get in there and game. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about any of that. Either. I got a full time job, and we're I got, five. <laughs> Jeff's like, Jeff's like, I got a can of game fuel, sweating right now. My KD ratio is going up with every sip. You gotta I got. Think, I got though, a game. You cut out What's those. That, you got to cut those minute, minute and a half load times out of every transition it's, over the course key. of over the course of seven years. That adds up to some extra play time. That's all I'm saying. So important. It's so important. All right, uh, Jeff, you got anything else, buddy? No, that that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I think both systems are great. I just want to be clear. I am enjoying them. I'm loving, uh, I'm replaying through um, the original Spider-Man before I get to Miles Morales. So it's going to be a while uh, before it. I get to touch Miles. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to play through the original before I do yeah. Miles. And it's great. It looks amazing. And it's wonderful playing at a higher frame rate. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, why, I bought, that's why I bought these systems, because I can't get everything on my PC. I love sony's first party studios and now it's great to be able to play them uh in a version that looks better and runs better and i got my xbox for like um i just re i just played through gears one for the first time i've never played any of the gears games so i'm gonna play through all those um there's some there's a difference in the game pass library on xbox versus pc so there is some games that i miss out on on pc um so i'm gonna play some of that stuff on my xbox and that's basically why that's there uh but like these systems are great and there's lots of awesome games and with all the backwards compatibility, like even if there's not a ton of new stuff, there's always old stuff that you haven't played yet. And now it's going to look and run as good or better than it ever did. So really, I don't think anyone can lose with these new systems. That's that's my final take. I'll end on a positive note. So, Britt, are we talking about bug snacks? Listen, I want to talk about something that is kind of bug, kind of <laughs> snack. <laughs> Oh shit! She whenever Brittany takes a sip before she starts talking, you know shit's about to go down. It's about so, to get real. I was interested, so I wasn't okay. I wasn't interested in Bug Snacks when I watched the trailer, and I was I was on this podcast when I watched 
the you reveal were. trailer, and I was like, "This is this is just somebody who's high and decided to make a video game." Like, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is Bug Snack?" So, and then the more that came out, I was like, "Okay, this this looks like a game that's for me." And then it actually came out, and people were posting their reviews about it, and people were saying it's basically like Viva Pinata, which I love, and Pokemon Snap. And I was like, "All right, well, I'm in. I'm playing." So, Bug Snacks was my first. And only game I played on PS5 so far, and I platinumed it. I loved it. It was such a fun, cute little game. So on the surface, it is like it's just that. It's 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 a fucking weird, silly, like cartoony game. And then and then you start getting into the story, and you're like, hmm, that's there's a story. There is story, and it's a good story. Like it's it's. It's not just silliness. Go catch bug snacks. There's there's an actual story to the game, and by the end of it, like literally, you're sitting on the couch and you're like, "What the fuck? What am I playing? Like, what's happening?" Like, does it get real dark? Is there like? Yeah, it gets it gets pretty dark. Like it's it, no, it does. They talk about death all the time. Like you find bones of previous Grumbles, which are the the little puppet characters you play as. Like what the fuck? There's just a whole level. <laughs> like, exactly. There's a whole. John, you have had a bug snacks. You, yeah, you've been calling yourself Chandler like Funk a Bum. There's a different level to bug snacks, and that's why I love it so much. Because on the surface, it's just a silly. Fruit with googly eyes, food with googly eyes, and it just it just seems weird. Wait. And then the the more you play, the more like you're just like, oh, oh, are you okay? Are you actually eating bugs? Are you eating bugs? Are they snacks? Are you eating bug snacks? I, you might have to play the game to find. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play compare, it. But I'm just wondering, would, would are there com- bug snacks? Would you compare bug snacks to Nira Automata? No, Ooh, good question. It's no. weird. The bugs Nothing probably will don't ever fuck. Be as weird as near automata. <laughs> Nothing will ever be as weird as near automata. So one thing I love about Bug Snacks is it's inclusive as fuck. They have a character that goes by they them. They have a lesbian couple. They have a gay couple. Like, and it's just, it's just there. Like, there's no big focus around it. Nobody gives a fuck. That's just who they are. Like, and it's the most inclusive game that I've seen that doesn't make a big deal about being inclusive, right? It's not like the studio was like, hey, hey guys, we got some gays up in this bitch. Like, they were just, they were just there. And I was like, like when I first loaded up the game, because you find out in the beginning that Lisbert, who's the Australian one that you see in all the trailers, she has a girlfriend. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And it's like, that's it. Like there, there doesn't have to be any like big buildup. Like, so I was like, okay, they got, they got a gay couple. That's cool. Well, then there's two gay couples and you're like, what, how does that happen? Like you hardly ever get just one gay couple. How does two exist? So it just on the surface, like I keep saying, it's a silly looking game, but the more you get into it, it's just, it's, it's fun. It has great representation in it. It has good. What, what is that face? You just looking so unimpressed by everything I'm saying. John. <laughs> I've just taken it all in. I'm taking it all in. It's, it's just, it's such a treat of a game. It's, it's just cute. It's fun. You know, it's, it's like, 
kind of like Justin was saying, it's like you start playing and then five hours later, you're you're still playing. You're still I'll, catching I'll tell you what, snacks. I'll tell you what. what. Just as I promised you that I watched Tangled and I did, I will play Bug Snacks. though? I haven't quizzed I, you on you. No, I did. <laughs> Ask me any question. Many of us are still skeptical because all we got was it was good. Yeah. That was it. it was, no, hey, fine, fine. We're gonna clear this shit up. No, we're not. Okay, you know what? You know what? We're gonna clear this shit up right now. Ask me a question. No, it's it's fine. What? Uh, so okay, wait, 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 wait. What is Flynn Rider's real name? Uh, Eugene, wasn't it? Oh, oh very good. That was even hmm. was like I had to like think a little bit. So that's right. good. How about that? that? All right. Maybe we don't it, give John enough credit sometimes. We don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. He still hasn't watched Cowboy so, Bebop. But. So, so I will make you this promise. Just as I watched Tangled, I will play Bug Snacks this weekend. It's you're gonna love it. Just like based, it, the gameplay not, might not be your jam, but I think the characters and their personality, especially Chadlow, like he's he's my favorite character. He's Finn's favorite character. He's Saki's favorite character. Chadlow is just Chanlow. I'm sorry, it's just the best. And. All these care like they give you little side missions. So the whole point of the game is there's this camp, everybody separates, and you have to bring them all together, and you have to catch like certain snacks to bring to other people. And there's there's this one character named Grumble, who is he's basically a vegan. He thinks bug snacks are too cute to eat, so he keeps them as pets. And you have to wake him. He sleepwalks at night, and if he sleepwalks, he'll eat bug snacks. So you have to put him back to bed. It's just like it's just little. It's cute. It's the most adorable <laughs> what fucking if, thing. What What would his reaction be if he woke up and he had like chewed up bug snack in his mouth? Well, that's actually one of the trophies. Is you have to force feed him bug, bug snacks while he's sleeping. Oh God! <laughs> what? That's fucked up. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> it really is. Uh, like there's what the, the fuck is that all about? <laughs> wait, Holy wait, shit. wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me, so you're telling me that this wholesome vegetarian loves his bug snacks so much that he doesn't want to eat them. He wants to keep them as pets and protect him. And your role is to force feed him fucking bug snacks. <laughs> Only if you want to 100% trophy. And you game. did. You did. You is did. It. Like, listen. Is listen. Like did it. evil morality in the game? I, I didn't you do it until the very end. Until the very end of the so game. So that's how you ended the game. That's, that's how you ended the game. Was no? force feeding this poor fruit his pet bugs. I did this. I did the nice one looking ones, though. If that helps. <laughs> How far would you go for a trophy? Like, would you would you kill a person? Listen, that's not. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> a lot of trophies have you kill hundreds of people, so you know. <laughs> oh my god. So okay, to wrap now, it up, I, I platinum to bug snacks in six, sixteen. I almost said six hundred. Sixteen hours. <laughs> sixteen hours and your soul. That's what it costs you. Oh my god. Yes. Please play Bugs. Don't don't listen to play Bug Snacks. It's wonderful. <laughs> Would you kill a person for a trophy? <laughs> I want a clip. I want somebody to clip the moment I say you force feed him Bug Snacks and watch everybody's reaction. Just like the horror as I said. <laughs> How far would you go, Brent? 
Oh this isn't God. a fucking Klondike bar, all right? It's a video. Oh, how many licks does it take to get a center? What would you Brittany, do for bug snacks? Brittany, how many how many licks does it take to get to the center of a bug snacks? Let's find out. Oh Pop God, let's not Play find it. out. Oh no. This is terrible. It's free. All right. Damn. It's free. Go fucking drink. download it. Go shove some bug snacks. How many down. war crimes does it take to get a PlayStation Platinum trophy? <laughs> More like to get a PlayStation, am I right? Find out next with Brit. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I mean, that's actually basically just the trophy list for Black Ops Cold War. Like, hey, <laughs> <that's>... crimes. <laughs> Listen, oh. so play play Bug Snacks. It, it even if it's not your jam as a game, it has a wonderful fucking message. It it, it it's cute. It has a good story. It's it's even if you don't dig it, it's a short game. Even if you don't want to go force feed people or catch all the bug that, snacks, that messages force feed people the things they love. <laughs> yes, yeah. feed feed the ones that want food. Don't don't force feed the ones that don't want food. If you don't want to, if you want to be a real gamer, you fucking do what you have to do to Holy get that platinum. Shit. <laughs> That's right. Is, real Brittany gamers is. support waterboarding. Brittany is finally embracing her inner gamer. Wow. You fucking kick somebody off a ledge. I don't want to hear shit. Okay, look. Look, fucking Demon Souls is much is a much different scenario than Bug Snacks, okay? You don't know. Play the game and tell me if you think it's that much different. Tell me that shit wasn't hilarious, though. Tell me me force-feeding a grumble is not hilarious. A grumpus. Get that shit down your throat! Oh god, like it's such a violent image. Oh, I can't stand it. Derek, <laughs> are we Derek, not doing please phrasing take it somewhere else? I I haven't I haven't played any. Well, I guess we're moving kind of more generally into what we've been playing. Yeah, that's what I've been. Playing well, so yeah. I'm the only one who's really been playing anything who has no uh, non next gen stuff, right? I was about Yakuza, man. Yeah. So yeah, I'll talk a little about what I've been playing, and then should we move on to the the Capcom yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk about that. So I've been playing a couple things the last um, little bit here, a couple weeks while we haven't had anything. In in absence of a next-gen console, I've been playing what is most relevant to everyone here. I've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, which is Yakuza 7. Um, It is, I did a stream, which you should still be able to watch, should still be up on our Twitch channel here. But, uh, excuse me. Oh, my God. Okay, no, there's not going to be a round two. Um... Yakuza like a dragon. It happens. I just drank a whole Coke. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Yakuza like a dragon. Y'all know that I love the Yakuza series. I love these games. I think they are incredibly well written. They are surprisingly thoughtful and heartfelt. Um, they are really good crime dramas. They're very funny. I think they are surprisingly progressive uh, in a way that that I think will catch as many people off guard. Uh, I saw a great tweet, not words you often say, but where somebody joked about the fact that that Persona, the series that's supposed to be all about the youth and the and the kids and and all of that, is the one that frequently is so regressive in its handling of queer issues, for example, and 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 other such issues. And then you have Yakuza, which is this crime drama about middle aged men, um, and it's the one that is so openly like pro-queer, pro-transgender, it is uh, pro-sex work, pro-homeless, there's a huge chunk of Yakuza Like a Dragon that is 
Um, you spend much of the game homeless and embedded with other homeless people, and you have to see and deal with that kind of up close and personal. Um, the character is the son of a sex worker uh, who grew up kind of raised around sex work, uh, and you engage with sex workers very often, and a a kind of negative faction in the game is this very puritanical social group who is trying to, um, you know, basically outlaw literally anything, um, you know, anything that's, that's sketchy, you know, anything in the gray areas. Um, it's just, it's a, and it's, it basically, it's surprising to see any game, any piece of media take such an openly pro sex work and pro homeless position that says these are fucking coming from Japan. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like these are people. Like, you know, that that lady who is working at uh, a soapland which is basically like sex work disguised as kind of like a bathhouse massage parlor kind of deal. Like, those women often have kids and families that they're supporting. Like they're putting food on the table. They're doing a job. You know, it's it's who are you to to tell them that they're a bad mother for you know, bringing home money for for paying for their kids school for shit like that, exactly. right? Uh, I just think that's very cool. I think it uh, it's just very heartfelt. And I think if you haven't played a Yakuza game, you should play Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's a refresh. It is a brand new character. You don't have to have played anything before to jump in. Uh, if you like JRPGs at all, you will feel very at home. I fucking love it. I just this think game. it's very good. Uh, I didn't realize. So it's not attached to the main story whatsoever? Well, um, technically, all of the Yakuza games are a little standalone. Like, you can have played okay. any of them without having played the other ones, and they basically explain themselves fairly well. But Like a Dragon, because it's a new character, it's not uh, Kiryu anymore. It's it's this new character. Ichiban. Ichiban, yeah. Um, it, it is a brand new, fresh story for this guy and the bulk of it takes place years after the last Yakuza game, uh, and mostly in a completely different city. So, He's such a dipshit, Derek. I oh, love I him. love him. He's a beautiful fucking himbo. Um, but yeah, so I like I, his hair. He's he's it's incredible, and it comes Plus, across. Derek, by accident. Derek, can you can you talk about the pound mates real quick? Yeah. So your summons are pound mates because it's a smartphone app. It's like Postmates, except you're summoning someone to pound somebody. Um, but it sounds like a, like a really well-worded Tinder. Yeah, like, but it's pound mates and you, you do take people to pound town, uh, with the pound mates. Oh, app. you absolutely take them to pound it's town. Incredible. They get, re- they get pounded real good. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, just, it's a very silly, very fun game. The surprisingly heartfelt, um, it is available on next gen systems, right? I know. You, it's, so yeah. yes. Yeah. It's backwards compatible on, so oh, the Series X and the PlayStation Five versions aren't out right yet. Now. Justin yeah. hit me. Yeah, the what's Series going on? X version is the PlayStation Five version isn't out until March. It's for like a some time next gen exclusivity. It's okay, really fucking so weird. it's out right now on PC, pl- Xbox One, PS Four. It's available on on Xbox Series S and X with smart delivery, and then PS Five. I guess you're gonna have to wait till March if you want to play the PS Five native version. Yeah, Don't wait there that is going to be a fucking rules. free yeah. upgrade from PS4, but the saves aren't going to transfer. The or saves something. will not. Transfer. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till the PS5 version's out. Yeah, yeah. If if you're gonna wait, that's fine. But like, jump on this game. It's it's it honestly is gonna get slept on for game of the year this year, and it shouldn't be. It's better than an awful lot of 
the game of the year list at the game awards. I'll be honest with you. That's, um, but it's just, it's just incredible. And then also as a side thing, uh, somebody at work mentioned Diablo two. And anytime somebody mentions Diablo two, I have to reinstall a Diablo game. So actually I did not reinstall Diablo two because I'm thinking that we might see a remaster announced at BlizzCon. I have weird feelings, but I reinstalled the original Diablo and I played through the original Diablo and it was a good fucking time. And I fucking hate fucking hate the third quarter of the game in the caves, but that's okay because good ass game. Good ass game. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Anybody else have any games they want to shout out? They've been playing before we move on. Uh, I'll, Kingdom hearts melody memory is great. If you like, Rhythm games and you like Kingdom Hearts, this one, this game is for you. If you don't like melody or rhythm games and you don't like Kingdom Hearts, then don't fucking touch it. What if you like rhythm games but you don't like Kingdom Hearts? Don't fucking touch it. <laughs> what if you don't know if you like ring of rhythm games or Kingdom Hearts? And I stuttered a lot there because I'm a little drunk on bourbon. Then what you should do in that case is uh, play, uh, get an old rock band game or Guitar Hero, and then play a Kingdom Hearts song in the background hey, while you're playing. I still that. have Guitar Hero live, and I'm gonna fucking try it on my PS. What if I like Final Fantasy? Should I it like works. Disney? It I, works. What if I like Final Fantasy? I like Disney. I hate Kingdom Hearts just on principle for weird reasons I can't explain, this and I'm iffy on rhythm games. There. But I like you don't all need the a good reason to not yeah. like Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom Hearts d- doesn't need a good Every reason clip I've ever seen of Kingdom well, Hearts play, is the dumbest just, shit well, I've then, ever then seen. Then play, then play Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm. Uh, and, so uh, good. <laughs> Oof, I love that game. And that game is great, and plus you'll make Nomura happy. I don't want to. Either make way, Nomura. he. Either, That's, either, I don't either like either Nomura. Way, Nomura so happy and he wins. I have I have a personal grudge what? against Nomura. So why? That's, that's another complication. Too many buckles. He's an awful. Pro- I've been on this rant way too many times. He's an awful project manager. He ruins his, the things he touches. Let's move on. Um, All right. <laughs> so um, Jeff, uh, if yeah. you want to take us on this one. Yeah, I pulled up as many articles as I can because honestly, this this story is really fragmented, and I'm trying to find. Uh, legit reputable information sources, but basically where we're going next is there was a big Capcom leak. And, um, so this one's from the verge. This is, I'm just going to give some details on what happened because it's a very, it's an awful situation. So there was uh, a ransomware attack on Capcom. And for anyone who doesn't know, ransomware is basically, it's like, um, it's basically an attack on the system and it, it retrieves information and it's just like it sounds. They hold it ransom and they demand money in exchange for returning the information. So it might be files that they've actually locked you out of, which you can no longer access. Most big companies will have backups and things like that. So it's not a huge issue. Um, but in a public facing situation like this, they may be threatening to release it publicly, which is what happened. Um, so the Capcom confirmed this on its website in a post. They had a security breach. Um, it's a mix of project and company information and personal information. So the Verge article says um, it may have compromised personal data for 350,000 people. That includes names, addresses, birthdays, phone numbers, passport information, HR information, and more. Um, They say no customer information was uh, compromised. So presumably this is maybe clients or employees, Um, but it's it's basically, it's, it's a very malicious attack. And they have confirmed it, so it, it did happen. We just don't know the extent and the details. Yeah. So, like, um, the preface to all this is basically, like, this was this is fucked. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people 
are going to be harmed by this because their personal yeah. information now is out there. I know yeah. there's some details about some financial transactions between businesses and some like deals that Capcom made with other companies that people like us uh, have no reason to know or care about, um, you know, and that really harms them. So mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff in this leak, please do not seek it out. Um, please do mm-hmm. not definitely care about these details because you don't need to know them. And the, the further that stuff spreads, the further this hurts mm-hmm. Capcom and people we, who work there unfairly. We are, we, we are going to discuss this from a, 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 a we'll games discuss the game we that are coming yeah. now perspective. We yeah. are not going to touch on any of the other stuff yeah. because yeah. we do not condone the way it was acquired. We're not going to give you sources. We're not going to tell you where to find these details. We're not yep. going to yeah. provide it. Yeah, exactly. But as far we're... as I'm concerned, that like the upcoming games over the next few years that are at least that Capcom is currently planning on coming ahead. Um, that's, I mean, you know, sorry for Capcom's Capcom's marketing that they don't get to, to surprise people with trailers, but that stuff really doesn't hurt them to the same degree as much as, as much as, as idiots on message boards like to make it out to be. Um, and also this is stuff that isn't guaranteed to even come out. This is stuff that is currently in development. It could get canceled. It could get delayed. It could change a whole lot. A lot of this stuff is clearly code names internal internal documents project planning um and it's just a snapshot of whatever time it was leaked right and yeah and some of, this stuff some of is, this stuff is scheduled for like 2023 2024 we know yeah, how out. much can change in games over years so you know Pandemics, obviously can we also just can we can we give a shout out to our twitter friend jaw muncher who no I'm dino sure crisis jaws <laughs> Poor Jaw, he yeah. must be in in not a ruins. single mention of Dino Crisis that I poor guy. Oh, he's yeah, but um, but yeah. So like, yeah. you know what's so, you know what jumped out at me the most on this? Uh, it better be Captain well, Fucking so, Commando. No, it's Power Stone. Thank no, you. it's Captain yeah. Commando. What the fuck? I, no, I wanted to say I hope somebody is excited for Power Stone. I, I mean, yeah, Man. fucking Power Stone. Like, Brit, Power Brit Stone. Bef- before you, I mean, these guys will tell you how long I've been talking about, please, Capcom, bring Power Stone back. Like, I fucking love Power Stone. What a perfect game that would be on Switch, too, right? So, so like, can I... Give it, oh, God, to be able to play it online with my buds, like, oh, oh that would be I so I fucking love good. Power Stone. Y'all mind One if I... One of the best multiplayer games I've yep. ever fucking played. Period. Y'all mind if I go through, like, the, the highlights of this list? Yeah, let's we, do it. Before yeah. we just jump around randomly? Break do you have out. all of it, Derek? Because I've been trying to pull it all up. Um, I have, I have, um, the the primary list has been translated that most of these people are, are sourcing from, uh, as well as the, uh, the original form of the league. Uh, so there's some fucking megatons. Yes. So this started, uh, with, you know, some details about like when Resident Evil Village is going to come. Like, let's not even worry about release periods on this because that's just no, not big enough news. Um, Monster Hunter Rise and Stories 2 both apparently headed for PC. Um, apparently, uh, what was there? Um, looking at localization for uh, the... I don't, I don't, they don't have an official English name for them, but there were two Ace Attorney spinoffs set in like a feudal Japanese era um, that are finally getting localized. Ace Attorney 7 is in development, and Ace Attorney 4 through 6 trilogy is getting put together, and those are going to be re released. Stuff like that. That was the first wave. The big wave came out today. 
which has stuff like uh, confirming. Let's, sorry, Derek. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Maybe we can go. Let's go. Can we go through the Resident Evil stuff first? Because there's a lot. Yes. Of Resident yes. Evil there's stuff. a lot of Resident oh, yeah, Evil yeah, specifically. Yeah. So there okay. is a there's a game. It's it's being quoted as I, I'm seeing it as Resident Evil Outrage. I have heard people say that they looked at the leak and that that is a mistranslation. That it should be better translated as Resident Evil Outbreak J. I don't know how that happens. Um, but, but it's really a spinoff. I think the leaked documents were using some sort of automated translation from Excel or something like that rather than having so. Which could be very um, iffy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and we've, I think I've seen people talk about that being an online multiplayer spinoff, which makes sense since that's meant for PS4 next year. Well, we Outbreak on the PS2, so do we think it's like a remaster or a port or do you think it's it's something new? It's something new. It's not going to be a remaster or a port. Um, I think it's probably a new game, but I think in the same vein. Yeah. Since we're getting since we're getting Village in the middle of next year, probably early mid next year. The fact that this is Q4 of next year tells me that it's it's probably like an online title, and we've been getting those right. We've been getting online Resident Evil spinoffs like uh, like Resistance Resistance and like uh, Umbrella uh core whatever it was before that core chronicles, chronicles yeah 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 we've got uh the resident evil 4 remake headed for quarter four of 2022 we have is, hold up hold up is that news that that it, we've known about that for like a we've, year okay, it's been, been about that. It, okay it has it's been, been speculated yeah. it has been leaked by okay. certain insiders but this is like Again, this is this is further confirmation of the Resident Evil 4 remake being real. Okay. I, I mean, um, everybody I knew it was going to happen. It's the most popular Resident Evil game. Yeah, I mean, look, let's let's go full chaos mode. Remake the the game that needs no remake. I want to see sure. what happens. Um, so 2023, you, 2023. We'll get to this. We do not have time to stop on individual okay. games right now. Right, I need right. to explain what's coming. <laughs> Okay, then we can fuck Derek, about in Derek the weeds. Derek is all business. I am. Let's go, Derek. 2023 uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse is what it's codenamed as. That is probably a tentative title. Um, don't know if that's meant to be. None of this. We don't know if it's a mainline game, a spinoff, anything. It's based on the movie. I fucking hope not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then oh. 2024, uh, It's it says Resident Evil Hank. Um, but the thing is it's that Hank. it's, it's, we it's, believe it's Resident Evil hunk. We, we believe it's no, meant to be hunk, hunk because hunk, it, the character hunk, Damn it, zombies. I need to explain this. The character hunk is, is often his name is written out like the word or name Hank in Japan because of the way they phonetically pronounce the letter a in most things. Uh, so that might be a oh. hunk focus spinoff. Yes. Hold up. There's, there's a character named hunk. Yes. What? Yeah. You didn't know this. You don't know about hunk. I thought you played Resident Evil too. I did. Yeah, I he's he's the, the he's the soldier that you can play as in the spin-off modes, Hunk. the umbrella soldier. I, I didn't play the spin-off modes. Okay. Yeah. He's okay. this just this recurring umbrella soldier who's been in the background of a bunch of the games and miraculously survives like all of them because he's just the most bad motherfucker, I guess. Um but anyway, so yeah, a lot he, of residents he's a character that like just has like a lot of lore around him yeah. and has he's been he's a guest character for a lot of for, to be clear, I've only he, played Resident Evil one to three and I'm not I'm not down with the lore. Yeah, you have not he's some deep yet. he's some deep dive shit to be honest with you. So J- John, we do not have time. We for don't this. have time. We I played don't... two hours of Resident Evil Four and I did not enjoy it. We will we will Next. do this. He'll play the remake. We'll get to this, okay? So Next. Next, there are several titles on this list that are not 
titled or they're working under super code names. We have no clue what the fuck they are. Um, there's Shield, Regolith, um, Shield G, whatever that means. Um, new C, New B. Like, yeah, there's there's five. <laughs> and presumably one of those is that, that weird game that Capcom announced uh, back at one of the PlayStation events. What was it called? At the PS5 reveal event. What, yeah. what was that called again? I don't remember. It had a... Re- Pragmata. Pragmata. Yes, thank you. Presumably one of those is Pragmata. Um, but right, passed out. yeah, but we don't know for sure. So there's several unannounced titles uh bef- up through 2024. There's also a bunch of classic shit coming. I mean classic isn't existing Capcom franchises. Uh we have Dragon's Dogma 2. Who cares? Fuck you, John. That's who fucking cares. <laughs> I will fight you and I will lose. Dragon's Dogma 2, Street Fighter 6, currently planned for late 2022, um, Rockman Match, uh, considering all of these seem to be bigger games, I don't think that's a little mobile game, so some kind of, of Mega Man project. Fighting game, Mega Man fighting game, baby. You, who knows? Um, new Onimusha, uh, Captain... Wasn't the subtitle for that New York, that. Derek, or something? No, I'm it really says, excited for Onimusha. It says new work. All that means oh, is it's work. just them saying it's going to be a new Onimusha game. Okay, right, yeah. Um, Captain... I, I'm very down for a new... Captain new Onimusha. fucking Commando. I will get into that later. I don't have time Yeah, right that now. one is wild. So I don't Derek, have time. Derek, just a quick question. I've seen you very excited about this one. Yes. I have no idea what Captain Commando Captain Commando is, is an old school, like, arc. It's, 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 it was an arcade game, and it got ports to Super Nintendo, and I don't know if anything else, but it's a it's a Final Fight or Streets of Rage style beat-em-up. It's very weird. Captain Commando used to be Capcom's mascot character for a very long time. Huh. Um, Cap- okay, that sounds Com, cool. That Captain sounds Commando. Fun. He's famously in... Um, huh. He's famously uh, got real popular from the early Marvel vs. Capcom games where he was a major uh, major and frequent character. Um, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, okay, he summoned a mummy and a samurai and a, a baby from. and a robot. Right. Um, final yeah. Fight. New Final Fight. It says Final Fight Remake. Again, that translation... It, remake has a lot of leeway there, right? That's doing a lot of work. Power Stone remake, as mentioned. Again, remake, new title, refresh, reboot, relaunch. Uh, again, that that remake I would take kind of liberally. Um, and then Street Fighter uh, Six revisions coming because, of course, they plan on doing revisions to Street Fighter. Um, uh, I, I got a real. I know we can't dwell on the single games, Derek. I'm sorry. No, I gotta ask. Yeah. Do you have a good? What's your gut feeling on Street Fighter Six? Is this like Capcom is back? Street Fighter is back. We have to see. Uh, so Finn and I did a pre-recorded discussion. This is big, right? Because Street Fighter is huge, not just for Capcom, right. but for the entire fighting game industry. Capcom sets Fighter. Capcom sets the standard with new Street Fighter numbered titles. Um, yeah. My feeling is that it could go very right or very wrong, but them ditching Ono and having New Blood in charge. And having, what's his name, Ryoto Tsujimoto, who is in charge of Monster Hunter World, uh, is now heading up the fighting game division. Um, oh, wow. As the that. As the overall, like, big head. So he's not the individual product or project lead for this game, but he's in charge of that whole division. Um, I get the feeling the change in talent is going to be very good for them. Um, ono seems to have been a negative influence in many ways. But we got to see. 
What I think is interesting, and other people can chime in, what is missing here? No Dino Crisis, obviously. There's been a lot of rumors. We know that a Dino Crisis project was probably in the works at one point and got put off. Maybe it's just not in the works for now. No Dead Rising. Hmm. Nothing Dead Rising hmm. that we good can see. Oh, good. It's not really that surprising <laughs> at this point. I think it is because Dead Rising's been a decently big franchise for them, even with well, the critical they reception. Closed the studio that made the <laughs> last there's been couple, multiple so. studios that have made it though. So, um, no Lost Question. Planet. Yes. Do you think uh, who, any yeah. of those games on the list could be a code name for Dino Crisis? It's possible, right? I, I mean, like, evil Hank is Dino Crisis. Yeah, what is like, like, <laughs> Hank is actually the dinosaur you play as in yeah. Dino Crisis. Yeah, like, what is Regolith, right? What is New yeah. B and New C? What the fuck is Shield? We don't know I what any of these are. Be definitive, right. right? We don't know that every game, every project that's, is in here. That's true. So, another point that I would make is people have said, well, wait, so there's not going to be like anything other than this? Well, Let's let's use the example of a Mega Man Battle Network collection, which I think oh, a lot of people. God, have, Derek, don't tease me. Like people that. have asked, but here's the thing: a Battle Network collection, something like that, probably does not need to be on a list of like your biggest titles that you're expecting to carry you through these various quarters, right? Not something like this. So, I, I think that I think that this is meant to be a a a a big deal list another good example is i've seen a lot of people saying so marvel versus capcom is dead for good and i would say well if capcom hasn't finalized a deal with marvel for a new marvel versus capcom then they don't want to plan four years in advance for a marvel versus capcom they don't know they're gonna get to make Mm -hmm. so they could finalize a deal next month and have something out in a couple years and we wouldn't know from this list uh and that's assuming that this is completely current this could be again a little bit outdated so uh, so something that something that justin said in chat derek i wanted to address yeah he said one of those codenames has to be monster monster hunter world 2 right i would assume monster hunter six monster hunter six monster hunter six yes. monster hunter oh, i five. didn't realize there was a monster hunter six it's yes. 2023 yeah. i think yes yes okay. yeah mid 2023 so none of these dates will ever stick for yeah sure. No, no. So and, Rise, and also, Rise is also, a spinoff, uh, not the next Monster Hunter. I mean, it's a, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm super looking forward to it, but it's not and, six. Well, and Derek, I also wanted, I wanted to cut in here and ask, uh, like, obviously, like I'm our Capcom some of these expert, dates, so. so some of these, some of these, some of these dates surprise me. Like Resident Evil Four Remake, if if that is indeed happening, um, which it, it, you know, I think we all assume that it would anyway. Um, that seems a little late for me. I thought that I, I, I expected that one sooner than fourth quarter 2022. It seems like they want you. one big Resident Evil a year, right? So if Village is their 2021 game, oh yeah, Village, then, is, yeah, then Village four is would be 2022, year. and then Apocalypse yeah, okay. is 2023, and then whatever Hunk is is 2024. So <laughs> that Derek, actually makes <clears throat> Derek real quick. I want to ask, what do you? Uh, what's the deal with Rise coming to PC and not console like other consoles? That seems really um, strange to me. I think I think that's confusing to me. I think it could be a couple of reasons for that. Um, I'm very glad, by the way, that we all recognize my expertise in the area of Capcom specifically. Um, <laughs> yeah. So one possibility is that whatever Nintendo partnership with them prevents them from putting it on Xbox and PlayStation, but doesn't prevent that's them from what putting I would it on assume. PC. That happened with a lot of Sony and and Microsoft exclusives exclusives through the last generation. Another possibility is that Capcom does not want Rise to eat into Monster Hunter World. 
which they are maybe probably That's hoping fair. to continue yeah. to sell copies of and sell copies of Iceborne specifically and especially they don't move, they don't want those two to cannibalize each other on multiple consoles right and they want to move to the next generation and then maybe some people pick up iceborne because they want to see what it's like on the new systems and then they don't want people super invested in rise going you know what i'm okay with holding off and not grabbing monster hunter 6 because i'm still super deep in this it's a way for them to alternate kind of i think uh i think that's more likely i think it's just that they don't want to cannibalize their their sales. I heard one one interesting theory about that is that Rise is also likely um, probably coming to PC probably a lot for the Chinese market, um, since that's something that'll probably run on a lot of like um, internet cafe computers and stuff, and you know lower spec machines for st- for a lot of the stuff that gets mm-hmm. really really widely popular in Asia. Yeah, um, possible. Let's I, face it, I though. Was like, well, let's face it, though. Which I ju- thought was a pretty good um, guess. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, that's a good. Monster that's Hunter good Rise is going to sell three times on Switch what it will on PC, guaranteed. Almost certainly. Like, but I think Capcom yeah. t- as well um, has had decent success with World on PC, and they want to see if it gets replicated. Um, Capcom is is sort of committed to PC, right? Like Resident Evil has been coming out day and date. A lot of their biggest games have been coming out day and date on PC, but uh, Monster Hunter World is the first time they did that, and it was separated by a pretty significant delay. Um, and I just think that, that they want to see if Rise also does enough to justify the cost of the port. Uh, when maybe, is it supposed to come out again, Derek? February? We don't have Rise? a date, right? I, or is it is it... If we have a date, I, I thought it was February. I want to say it's March. it's March 20. It's March 20 something. Yep. It's March, that it's okay. that weirdly specific something. date. Yep. March. Yeah. Okay. Right. March 26. Thank you, A couple Sam. other games on. So, yeah. so yeah, I, uh, I think that's, that's the tentative, uh, supposedly the PC version's coming later, which will not make people happy because that's what happened with world. But you know, I, Derek, I wanted to ask the group, if you don't mind, um, specifically, everybody's opinion about resident evil 4 remake because i feel like we're starting to get into games like, in the series I think that, this is the that still shit. hold up well and don't need remakes that's what's um, fun about it okay so i'm with derek on this one i was one of those people that was excited for resident evil 4 because it was the resident evil that pissed everybody off right like when it first came out everybody was like this isn't a, a real resident evil game this is, this is like a different resident evil game and now those same like those those same people are now like resident evil 4 is getting remake uh, it's perfect the way it is it doesn't need to be remade. i think resident like, evil 4 it's been re-released yeah. on a billion systems it is a game that is it is one of right. the few games that is broadly considered untouchable that's not to say everyone loves it but it is it, the vast majority yeah. of people consider it like nearly perfect it's a game that doesn't really need a remake. So the fact that they're going to remake it means that they've got to do more than just slap some shiny graphics on that. That's thing. true. But, but they got to get, they gotta get wild. That's what I want. I want to see what the fuck they're going to do. I almost. So. So here's what worries me. Here's what worries me. And then I want to kick it to Justin because I know he had his hand up. Resident Evil 2 and 3 but... remakes were notorious for cutting out content. 3 especially. Like 3 removed the clock tower. But 3 did a lot entirely. of different stuff too. I mean, they, not for three. I mean, well, yeah, didn't, didn't a lot of three that, was very sense. different from the original version. And I quite but, liked that. Look at what but, they but did I with Nemesis. With Brittany, though, look at what like, they did like with it the wasn't sewers. to the game's benefit, though. Like, I think it was. 
to make a game good. And That's and I'm like I say. I am there are so many iconic parts of Resident Evil Four that I that I am afraid they might ask. Are you really what? about to? Are you really worried they're going to cut the island? Really? Is that where we're going with this? No, the Krauser fight, the best fucking thing in that That's game. That's not going fight. anywhere. Krauser fight's not going anywhere. The Krauser fight is great, and all like I mean, I I just I don't know. Like I maybe I'm just a purist. Stop Resident you know? Evil Four is going to keep existing, dude. Don't worry about it. Right. Don't worry about it. L Jeff, stop worrying and love the bomb, Jeff. I think you had your hand up first, so I'm if I can hit you and then Bustin. Yeah, I'm. I'm drunk and I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, go ahead, buddy. So kind of the interesting thing is like, I do kind of share some of John's worries, especially since to me, a lot of the personality of four is in a lot of cheesiness that I think will probably get cut or altered. However, I am open to seeing a remake of it because one, it's not like I can't get Resident Evil 4. Right. Uh, They're going to port Resident like, Evil 4 to is... PS5. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, like, I mean, you can already play it via backwards compatibility because it was on PS4. They'll port like, it anyway. They'll port it yeah. with bad ray tracing, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like, I, so there's that, but also, like, I'm somebody that played Resident Evil 4 when it came out. Um, and, you know, I think it's a near-perfect game. However, a lot of people that have tried to play it um, in the past several years have found, like, especially control-wise, it does not age well for them. Those of us that played it, you know, back when the I can understand stuff, those complaints, yeah. don't have an issue with it. So I think the game, like, it, it's in a weird place where I think for anybody that played it before a certain point, it's like an almost untouchable game. But after another point, a lot of people find it frustrating. Um, like, I'm one of those people that they already did a remake of Resident Evil 1. I want them to remake that again. Let's go. I Let's remake play, the remake. I, Let's I will not the play the... <laughs> I will not play fixed cameras, tank controls ever again. Fuck you, they're so good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yo, I played Until Dawn, not Until Dawn, uh, Man of Medan recently, and Man of Medan just Man made of me, Man of Medan just made me want a new Resident Evil with those fixed camera angles because it was so creepy and good in that regard. Not a great I game, but hate that name by the way. Man Man of Medan. Pretty go I, ahead. I went down but I got me to Man of Medan. Got me Man of Medan. I wanted to say I did not play Resident Evil 4 when it first came out. I played a Resident Evil 4, and this might be a spicy take. I played I played Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. Yes! Oh, you played you played one of the best versions. You played the best version. I, it's the best version, so I've never played any other version since then. Because it is Oh, the Wii version is 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 wild it's the best version <laughs> it's, it's really so good fucking fun the motion like, controls serve the game really well oof that is the only and best way to play the game which is why i have not played it on console since because i will not do so, as good well, okay, well, I gotta, well i'm sorry i gotta weigh in because like please, i know please, we don't have, I'm, I'll, i'll give a shit i tried to play resident evil 4 i never played it at the time here's my story with resident evil 4 it was a gamecube exclusive mad. right mm-hmm no, it came out on Wii and, and GameCube at the same time. It was originally GameCube supposed to be GameCube exclusive. I did not own a GameCube at the time. Then I think it came out on PS2. Yeah, yeah. Like, a while ago. I already sold my yeah. PS2 for my PS3. So, and then, like, we just kind of got into that, like, continual, like, there's always new versions, but I was always waiting for the next best version. So I didn't try playing it until, like, a year or two ago on PC. 
And it's just like a weird... I love the old... I love Resident Evil 1 to 3. I love the originals. I, I don't give a shit. I will take heat for this. I fucking love tank controls. I love fixed cameras. I don't it care. Adds, tank controls add to the scariness. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I love fumbling around and a zombie being behind me and moving at like two inches a second and I just can't turn around fast enough. I love that shit. So Resident Evil 4 is a weird... like It's not really like the old games. But when I tried playing it, it didn't quite feel like a modern game. It was like in this really weird middle ground. And there's yeah, there's a lot of- four is kind of a game that influenced yeah. a whole lot of stuff it- last gen. Like Gears of War, like has pretty vocally um, said that you know they were heavily inspired by I four. Respect- What's everybody laughing at? I respect its legacy so much. I understand the influence it had. I just want to be clear. But like literally playing it, I was like, man, just. It, it wasn't a good time. I'm sorry. So I'm down for, I'm down for a remake. I'm so down. So, so I'm going to let's take a little extra time because I know we're getting um, close to 1030, but this is a big meaty topic. So like, if we want to take a little time, I think I'd like to see out of this list, like what, what if, what if, what are people fucking hype for? I think John and I said power stone. Yeah. Power stone. The, the best power stone. I don't even know what a new power stone will be like. But I, I think the fun. idea of them doing like a, a platformer really fighter. I just, you know what? I'm happy with a fucking uh, HD yeah. port at, at this point. Just give me, me fucking Power Stone back. Yep. I, I honestly don't have anything specific. I'm super excited for. Um, I mean, I'm I'm really glad that they still have a lot of Resident Evil coming. I'm a huge fan of that series. More Monster Hunter, great. The thing that just makes me so happy just seeing this list is one. It seems like they're doing a lot of different stuff. Two, it's just awesome to see Capcom just investing into so many different IPs, being able to support the development of so many different games. We've said this numerous times, but they were in dire straits for a while, but they have been on a real hot streak for the past few years. And it's so awesome to see that paying off in a way where they can kind of go wild behind the scenes and work on almost anything they want to work on, it seems like. Um, and a whole bunch of different genres, whole bunch of different focuses. Um, I'm so excited to see what comes from them, and I'll be on board because they they've been they've been doing wonderful work the past few years. Yeah, Jeff, what about you? What about you, man? Um, you know, so we did our like spooky games show in October, and I, I talked about how much I love Resident Evil One. I just want to be clear, I I love even though I haven't played the newer games, I haven't played much of four i haven't played five or six or any of that i didn't like seven that much i love the classic resident evil like i love the core of resident evil so i'm really excited and i loved resident evil 2 remake and i haven't finished um resident evil 3 but i love these remakes so i'm really excited to see if this four remake can kind of get me jazzed and in love with the series again um but i'm, I'm gonna give i gotta give a shout out to our our good friend wout um i make we all know his I, I'm sorry, I, I I couldn't get into Dragon's Dogma that much. I played 10 or 15 hours, and I could see a very flawed game with a really interesting core concept. I'm really interested to see if they can modernize and just kind of polish Dragon's Dogma, because there's something there. Uh, the game has something to it. The combat is really fucking good. There's some interesting ideas. Uh, nighttime, nighttime in that game was, like, really scary. It's pitch black. So... 
I would love to see what they do with that franchise. That's a really weird one. I honestly never did think we'd see a sequel to it. Um, and that's like a big wild. I can kind of everything else on this list. I'm like, all right, I could see what Monster Hunter 6 is going to look like. I could see what Street Fighter 6 is going to look like. I want to see what they're going to do with Dragon's Dogma. So that's, yeah. that's my dark horse. I'm kind of with you that Dragon's Dogma 2 could really be transformative. Like Dragon's Dogma had such highs and lows. And this new yeah. anime was almost an attempt to kill the franchise <laughs> off. It was so fucking bad. Um, <laughs> but Dragon's Dogma, there's like you said, there are elements in there where you can see the greatness through some of the jank. And it's a game that so desperately needed a sequel that was a little bit more polished and focused and refined. And I think we're getting that. And we're getting that quite a bit of time later after Itsuno has done, fresh off the heels of Devil May Cry 5, like this dude is going to be ready to fuck up some Dragon's Dogma. I'm ready to go. Um, But if you're going to ask me the Dark Horse, look, I've been yelling about it all over the place. Captain fucking Commando is, it depends on what they're doing, right? If Captain Commando is just going to be like a retro style, like Streets of Rage 4, whatever, like an old, it's like a beat em up again. Cool, I guess. Those are kind of coming back. But like, Derek, what? What's up? What What is Captain Commando? Oh, uh, Captain Commando was uh, an old arcade uh, beat em up, kind of in that Streets of Rage final fight kind of style. I can't um, believe that's coming back. Captain Commando used to be Capcom's original mascot. He was like inside the the instruction booklet of every Capcom game. Uh, and, and then, yeah, he got his own game. And uh, he's in Marvel vs. Capcom. And I, I always use him and my teams in Marvel vs. Capcom too. But um, but yeah, I think I think if they just want to make a retro beat-em-up, like, cool. A lot of those have been coming. River City Girls was good. Streets of Rage 4 was good. Like, they're making a new Final Fight, so we know they're kind of wanting to do stuff like that. Cool. But I think you have the potential to take this this forgotten Capcom mascot character and really revive him into either a character action game or, like, the open-world superhero game format. Like, do something do something big with this guy. Bring this motherfucker back. And his and his partner ninja and partner mummy and partner robot baby. Like, let's go. Let's just get weird with this. So, I you know, I don't know. But I think that has the potential to be the wildest shit on this list. It may not be. But it might be. Anyway, that's what we got, I think. I'm with Jeff. Like we good. are... Uh... We are, bourbon, we are running a little bit good. over. I am out of the bourbon. Bullet is, it's the bullet, right? Bullet's it's good shit. Bullet. Bullet's good bullet's shit. Good shit. It's fucking expensive. I'm so broke. <laughs> oh, I, I wonder if I guys. can mail after, you. After, it pairs well off. with the PlayStation 5. I'll you know that's you. like a $20 bottle here in Kentucky, right? Uh, Well, I think we we actually had, um, there was tariffs on bourbon thanks to uh, his orange turdness. Yeah, I think that they're over now. This is $50 here. Wow. Uh, I wonder if I can been... buy a bottle of bourbon and like cheap ship it to you. <laughs> you're, you're in Kentucky, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. They they make it in my backyard, dude. Yeah. Hook is, me up, please. It is 20 bucks here, man. I, I, I live in the up. place. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about evading taxes um, or whatever. We are. <laughs> Folks, I'm glad that I got to have this night with y'all and we got to have a good fun chat. I believe we will have no show next week. Correct, since yep. it will be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Although I may, folks, I, I'm off for most of the week. I may do a stream or something there. Yeah, yeah, we may do some community stuff, kind of casually, but I don't think there will be a news podcast, folks. No, not on, not please, on, not on Thanksgiving. I am, though. I am 
begging you all. We are collectively begging you all. Be fucking safe on Thanksgiving. Please. Okay? Don't Please. do big group family dinners, okay? Stay home. Make dinner for the family you live with. Do some zoo. Oh, we lost Brittany. I pissed her off. Um, <laughs> um, I do. If you're like me and have to work, make sure um, you're taking precautions, cleaning your hands, wearing a mask, staying behind plexiglass. Yeah. Thanksgiving, um, we are keeping having, distant from people. We are having a a a, a horrific surge in COVID right now, um, nationwide in the U.S. and that's not going to just because you you stay home for Thanksgiving doesn't mean you're going to be safe, right? Because all those people are then going to be at your grocery stores. They're going to be at your gas stations. They're going to be in your workplace if you still have to go in to work. So please, please, please. Uh, step one is don't do Thanksgiving. Stay home with your family that you live with and call people and do Zoom calls and stuff and, and take have meaningful conversations with your family that way. But don't. Don't do that and be prepared for a rough winter until these vaccines get finished. Um, and then um, on a lighter note, as as Sam has noted, the Game Awards are coming. So, of course, our Game Awards show, we're going to have Sam Tolbert on because we got to. That's every year. It's just an annual tradition. It's a tradition. Point, that's our boy. We got to. So I think that's all the uh, the footnotes we got. Uh, yeah, no, just wanted to give a quick shout out to all the wonderful people in our trans community. It is, uh, trans awareness week. Uh, and, uh, we, we value all of you. Um, and we are so grateful, not just for your presence, but that you have the courage to be who you truly are. Um, and, uh, we, we greatly appreciate you. Thank you for all the lessons that you have taught us and the, the strength that you have shown us. I know, uh, uh, things can't be easy right now for, for a lot of you based on the on the current climate in the country but know that you will always have friends here you will always have allies here and you'll always have a place with us um and uh, i also wanted to <laughs> quickly recognize international men's day um and when britney's back and uh i wanted to quickly recognize international men. men's day which is uh a, a focus on mental health uh for for oh. for men and i just want to uh, remind all the guys out there that it, it is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to cry. It is okay to show a range of emotions uh, publicly. It doesn't make you any less of a man. Um, and, uh, you know, true true manliness is being comfortable in your own skin, being comfortable with who you are. Um, and so remember that. Uh, International Men's Day is not about, you know, oh, men. It's about it, it, it's about the problems that men have with mental health. It's about our society that tells men they have to succumb to toxic masculinity. Right. Which you don't exactly. have to uphold those standards. You can uphold whatever standards you want. You, you right Absolutely. there, you're valid. I just want to say on the topic of men's mental health, I've been seeing a therapist since uh, August, and everyone, everyone needs to see a fucking therapist. Yes. I do. It is the best thing i've ever done it's you don't amazing. have to be suffering from like a yeah. current disaster right now it's good for everybody everyone should have a therapist every person no matter how happy you are it's only good absolutely and um i think that i think that's all we got uh so uh wait, 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 wait. i missed are we skipping next week yes yeah okay 
I'll, we'll mean, probably I do a stream do, or something, Britt. Like, I mean, you want to be streaming the new months ago. I, I, so I, I would totally eat some fucking turkey on stream. Yeah, we might, we might, you know what? And maybe we get together. Maybe we do an SDGC Thanksgiving. Who knows? We'll Where figure else it out. Where are going to go? It's right. a pandemic. Right. Friday night might I mean, I have work. Good so I'm going to be at work. Maybe yeah. Brittany will force feed some. Force feed. People. Ooh. I will get on here by myself and carve it up, y'all. Guys, <laughs> I literally really actually love the idea of like a, a Friday evening SDGC Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe. Like, maybe that's what we do. We'll, really figure do we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I'll uh, make some hot pockets for it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, my dude. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I ate pizza rolls on stream, so you know. <laughs> All right, everybody. You can't set the bar uh, much lower than that. This has been a happy, good show. This was a good show. We need happy. Uh, it was a. Good, it's always a good show. Uh, I, I missed you fuckers after last week. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Take care of each other. Uh, we'll do something next week. Won't be a regular podcast, but we'll do something. Until then, take care. Wear your masks. Maintain social distancing and distancing. And remember, kindness costs nothing.